Well, hello there, Weege. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Trixie? I am very well. And we are here to recap what happened in last weekend's races. And it was a little interesting because the race that I thought would be the exciting one was actually sort of like, meh. And then the race I didn't expect much out of, the the Hirsch, was actually cooler and more interesting to me. But why don't we go start by recapping the Jim Dandy, which took place at Saratoga. All righty. So the Jim Dandy, um, that is uh, grade two, 600K, three-year-olds, one and an eighth miles on the dirt. Dirt. And that's, that's Saratoga. Um, and the Jim Dandy, um, you know, it's obviously 600K. That's not nothing. No. And it was an oddly, once again, small field. Now, the Jim Dandy in the past has been larger. I think the one in 2019, which obviously there have been some things that have happened in between. But yeah. I think it was like 13 horses or something like that. So this is like like a scrawny little turnout. But, you know, everybody gets something for playing, I guess. So well, and that, everybody I mean, gets a trophy. And, and that makes sense because like, I think it would normally be a larger field. I think a lot yeah. of these races would. Yeah. You but, don't just hand off $600,000 to, you know, an easy race. So. And, and the way it's split up, it actually goes, you know, even the fifth place winner doubles what it costs them to enter just for racing. Right. So it was worth it for everybody in this race to be racing in terms of a money issue. Um, there were some questions um, because essential quality went into this race undefeated. And so that might be a risk if you, if you think of it that way, that uh, the horse could have gotten defeated and maybe that would have affected things going into the Travers, but everybody pretty much, I think it turned out the way we all thought it would, but I think that because in recent history, things have been so weird and jacked up that you just, I was bracing myself for something terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So this was a pleasant surprise that it just sort of worked out the way we all thought, like the horse that, you know, we're sort of thinking is, you know, for, for our purposes, it's like probably the goat of the year as far yeah, as, yeah. you know, this level of racing and this age and what have you is grade one. He's he's kind of a goat of this year. So yeah, that yeah. term doesn't totally make sense, but you, I know, you know, but you get it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So essential quality did win and then was followed by keep me in mind, mask parade, Weyburn and Dr. Jack and keep me in mind, um, who likes to show up and get paid. Um, not necessarily win, but show up and get paid. Uh, I, I like it. Yeah. I want to show up and get paid. Yeah. Came in, uh, made, made a race of it more of a race than I think some people thought, but I feel like they also put essential quality in this race to keep him warm before the Travers. Like, I guess he was training, yeah. training well enough that they thought, okay, the Travers is um, August 28th, so that it would give him enough time to recover for the Travers, but also kind of just keep him warm, keep him racing, because he's been doing well. So, yeah, I and I have to say that, you know, for what it's worth, it didn't look like he was particularly challenged out there. He, It's like he did just enough to win. 
but yeah, it didn't I'm, look like like he when he was racing against Hot Rod Charlie. Now that was like a battle royale. <laughs> this yeah. was like I'm going to keep ahead of you because I like to win. <laughs> yeah, he definitely won this one ugly and, for sure. Like he didn't yeah, win it this wasn't, one. He wasn't real far out in front. It. W- I was thinking we were going to have like the secretariat level lead. You know the the extreme lead because he has that kind of power. He has that kind of strength. I mean. To me, the essential qualities, like every, it is the essential qualities, you know, it's everything I want to see in a horse. It's got strength and speed and stamina. It's got all those qualities. So, you know, for it to be so lame, not lame, but you know. Yeah. He just, he sort of ran, he ran to the company. <clears throat> that he was in. So he, yes. that's what he needed to do to beat that company. But he yeah. was not, he was not, you know, showing off or flying the flag or anything, but that, no. but that's how it went. So, um, you won by betting, uh, on essential quality. And, um, I actually did bet, keep me in mind, as I said, I would for the friend of mine, but I bet it to win and keep me in mind has a habit of, uh, just pretty much putting a turd in my punch bowl every time it's possible. <laughs> he put and a big turd in my punch bowl. So he was like so, my betting punch bowl. I know my, it, my punch bowl was full. I bet he saying. screwed up. I bet he screwed up a lot of exactos. He screwed. Yeah, he screwed up everybody's bets. Yeah, yeah. People were not expecting it. Um. So, but keep me in mind. I think out of that got um, because essential quality got like three hundred thirty thousand or something out of the purse, uh-huh. and then keep me in mind got a hundred and something thousand. So, you know, he's happy once again. Like, didn't win. Keeps racking up these earnings, and I know, uh, I know it's it's great. Like, I you know, th- there's something about me that admires it because he just keeps finding ways to screw you. Hey, it's kind of like <laughs> Mandaloon. I came in second, but I really won. How about that? Right. But it just keeps finding keeps finding ways to to uh, dazzle, just weasel in, <laughs> and, just, <yeah. laughs> and just but just like in a in a weird way, like just to make it weird, like he had to make it weird. Uh-huh. So anyway, moving from the Jim Dandy to the Clement L. Hirsch Stakes, or the Clarence. Um, the Clarence, or the Clarence Clements, Clements or, the Clarence. or the Herschel yes. Walker Stakes, whatever we call it. <laughs> it's um that was a G one race at Del Mar, three hundred thousand uh, dollars purse on Sunday uh, for three rolled and up fillies and mares, one and one sixteenths mile again on the dirt, keeping Woo. it dirty. Keeping and it dirty. Um, this was one that we talked a lot about because we weren't quite sure what we were going to do and. It didn't look like we had any horses in it. It was like four possible horses. We couldn't really tell who it was going to be. And then when it came to race day, we got up to seven horses. And then by the time the race ran, another two had scratched. So we were back to five again. Uh-huh. It was So it was just one of those weird things. But I was excited for a while that I was going to actually get to better race with seven whole horses in it. I thought this <laughs> is thrilling we're actually going to get win place and show we started off with with what well actually we started watching like at the dubai cup and then i think what we watched the arkansas derby and maybe the florida but it was like the first big race that we were really kind of building up to was the kentucky derby and had 19 horses so (laughs) So many horses. we're working our way down to like two at this point we're gonna have just like a match 
Right. It's like it's it's literally a handful of horses. A toddler could count the horses because <laughs> they just need one hand with all their little fingers. Yep, this little horsey goes to market. This little one stays home. So, okay. So let's talk about the way this race um, played out. We actually made some little winnings on this race. And yep. we, we both did it uh, by creating some odds using basically the first two places, like getting some some you know, some exactas and some places and some shows in there. It was, it was a good race because we didn't know what the heck was going on. And, you know, we had, you know, heard some things about some of the horses, but it was sort of like, okay, it's a small field and we're not totally familiar. So let's make it weird. So that's kind of, you know, like, let's put out some exotic bets and put some things together and see how they do, like, see how it feels and see how right we are. And mine kind of stunk, but I had a feeling about She Dares the Devil. So I did win on on that horse, but um, my all my other wagers kind of blew out. So, you know, not great there, but I did, I did pick the winner. And I'm excited about that. Yeah, I did. Um, I did. Uh, well, I ran an exacta key box and also um a quinella box because i was sort of just playing with both just of them feeling schmancy is what you Well, were. yeah, and i just wanted to sort of play with play with both of them. I mean, a quinella is sort of automatically a box, really? Yeah. because it's in any order, but anyway, it it pays out of a different pool than the exactas do, so i kind of wanted to know what was up there, but it's not clear why the pools would pay so differently why yeah. $1 gets me 640 in the exacta pool and $2 gets me 580 in the quinella anyway i wanted to test the difference between trying to win with the quinella if i thought i had the first two horses and trying to win with an exacta and the exacta key box that i set up for a dollar definitely yielded more which was nice um, anyway, so that was fun t- because I had a good feeling about Venetian Harbor. And so I was playing Venetian Harbor as coming in somewhere in the top three with either as time goes by or she dares the devil. So anyway, it was a fun race and it wasn't a bad race. It was a good race no, to watch. It, it was, was a fun race fun, to yeah. watch. Yeah. Um, you know, she dares the devil basically stalked waited, mm-hmm. yep. waited. Kind of toward the middle. Yeah. And then did that thing, came up around the outside and said, oh yes, I will impose myself. Yes. Now, now. is the time. Yeah. <laughs> now is the time you will smell my, my tail hair. That's right. When, um, <laughs> as when, we say. <laughs> as, as I don't think anyone says, but, <laughs> but maybe they, maybe they should, maybe they should say so uh, anyway, so that's what happened with those races. So it was it was uh it was a lot of fun. And then Paige Ann kind of kept it exciting by uh getting kind of into the show. In. Yeah, swooping and getting into the show position. And I like it because you know it's always fun to see an upstart kind of it come is. in. It is. I mean, you would never you'd never guess. I mean, I remember looking and after um who dropped out of the race somebody dropped out and we're like what and then venetian harbor and we you know can kind of came in and 
it was just all such a jumble right up until the race, just about they were still trying to figure out who was going to be in it. I know. Oh, we scratched, what was it, risk-taking? Oh, risk, yeah, so risk-taking. Like yeah. scratched out, and we were like, well, fine, because we weren't going to bet on you anyway, right. probably. Like I got that. burned by that horse, too. So Yeah, and then there was another horse in the first position, wait, Warren's something oh, yeah. or other. Warren's Warren Showtime, I think. Yeah, Warren's Showtime. And he scratched out and Bailed, like, yeah. fine, wasn't going to bet on you anyway. I mean, and it was eight to one. It wasn't bad, but I was right. just like, no. So that, and he was in the first post position too. So you're like. And cover version did pretty much what we thought he would do. So. Which was, yeah, which was not <laughs> what was expected. Lot. I yeah. was surprised that as time goes by, finished fourth. That was actually. I thought, yeah. That was actually surprising. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think Paige Ann would get anywhere toward the top. No, so the fact I didn't. that Paige Ann placed that was great, you know, good good for Paige Ann. Yeah, it has I to be a surprised. bit of a disappointment because you've got as time goes by being ridden by Mike Smith and you're like, hmm, really? Yeah. Really? In that I, field? I've been on this time goes by. I mean, I yeah. just thought, okay, good it's a bad horse. horse. It has yeah. a good history, good jockey, you know, good company. I just mm-hmm. thought, well, you know, the conditions are right. I mean, and that's all you can do is determine what kind of conditions are conducive to a win with that particular horse and their conditions. <laughs> <laughs> well, what condition it- their condition was in, you know. <laughs> that's right. So we have got four races coming up next week. It's That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. We got three on Saturday and one on Sunday. So Weege and I have decided to split them up. She's going to take the boys. I'm going to take the girls. Um, So the first race is at Saratoga Racetrack on Saturday, the Longines Test. It's the 96 running. It's a G1, uh, 500K purse for three-year-old fillies. It's not quite a sprint. I mean, sort of a sprint. It's seven furlongs on dirt. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a fast race. Uh, going to be exciting. So I'm going to take that one. Then uh, we just going to take the 94th running of the Whitney, which is a Breeders' Cup win in your in race at Saratoga. A G1. That one's for a million dollars. And that's for uh, four-year-olds and up. Uh, It'll be Colts, basically. Uh, One and one a smile on dirt. And then we've got the two turf races, which are part of the Naira Turf Trinities. Uh, We have the second jewel in uh, the races for the boys, which is the Saratoga Derby, which runs on Saturday. It's the third Saratoga Derby. G1 race, $1 million dollars. One and three sixteenths mile on turf, the same uh, distance as the Preakness. And then the Saratoga Oaks for the girls is going to run on Sunday. And that is the turf, the, I guess the boys is the turf Trinity and the girls is the turf Tiara. So anyway, that's a G3 race for $700,000, three-year-old fillies. Again, the same length as the Preakness, the middle jewel of the Triple Crown. It's one and three sixteenths mile, but obviously on turf because these are the turf races. So we're going to do some research yes. and make some, make some selections and just see what the hell we think about everything. Yeah, it should be interesting because we have some radically different lengths of race going on here. 
long. Yeah. We're going from seven furlongs to one and an eighth miles to one and three sixteenths miles. So, okay. Well, and we're each we're each getting an oddball, right? I'm taking right. the seven furlongs, so I've got the short race, but you've got the four year olds and up race. So they're going to be some some horses that you're going to be less familiar with, just because right. they're yeah, that's you know, going to be older. I'm going to be like sticking my nose in the book on that one because I'm not going to know any of those horses. So yeah. that'll be interesting because it's been fun actually playing with all the all the G1 three, you know, three-year-olds because we know them, or at least we're getting, we're getting to know there. all of them. Yeah. Getting and then to ne- know and then them. Next year we'll have a new class. Getting to know all about them. Well, yeah, because we're going to see the Breeders' Cup futurities and we're going to know yeah, we're <laughs> who gonna we're going to be seeing in the, in the peak, Triple yeah. Crown next year, right? We'll yep. be like, oh, it's you and you and you. Yeah, so, it's going to get interesting. Yeah, I know. It's nice. So anyway, I, I think that's all we've got um, at the moment because it is, it is just jam-packed with racing right now and there's just no two ways around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be good. We got turf. We do, we've got dirt. We've got different lengths. We've got Saratoga all day, all night. <laughs> that's right. We gotta, because- They're going to rock and roll and party every day. <laughs> that that is right. Yeah. So uh until next time, um I want everyone to stay chipper. <laughs> <laughs> and then but um, but um, but also just in case being a happy beaver is not enough for you, I'm gonna say happy racing, y'all. Happy racing, y'all. <laughs> And just because we forgot to say it, uh, our website is 33xpl.com. You can find us at your favorite podcasting platform. You can also find us on YouTube, um, at Instagram and Pinterest. If you want to know the next races that we're covering, you can always find them at our website at 33xpl.com. If you scroll down the page, you'll see not only the next week's races, but there's a button you can click to download the whole uh, PDF of all the races that we'll be covering through the Breeders' Cup races in November at Del Mar. No sleep till Del Mar. Okay, now you can stay chipper and happy racing.